Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! And belly on up to the nine foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one. We're sitting in my basement, we're doing Southside Pod. My name is Chris, Bill, and Mike, you hear them as well. And we're found anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. We're going to talk to a local Southside business today. We had a little snippet with them back at Mayfest in Blue Island maybe three, four weeks ago. But I brought them down here to my bar to talk about a company that they're running with the help of their neighbors. We'll get into it. And I went out to Lamont this past week and I found a new distillery that's going in. And I drank some beers. We'll get into that in a moment. Another thing that happened, actually two things this week before we jump into the show, we actually have people reaching out to try to become the first Ms. Southside pod. If you don't know what that is, check out the last show, the one right before this. Remember, they're all on demand. It's easy to go back and listen. I'm in shock, and trust me, Bill is as well, but I'm going for it now. So we might start hearing from contestants very soon. The other cool thing that happened, James Van Osdell, he was on a show a couple of weeks ago, Q101 fame, also on a bunch of other radio stations here in Chicago, had me out and interviewed me on a panel at the first ever Chicago podcast day this past weekend. Again, it was an honor. Thanks again, the JVO, but mostly thanks for the thing that he said in the middle of the panel. It was like that moment where I felt cool. He made me cooler, I think, than I am. After discussing this podcast and all the podcasts on my network and how this network operates, the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network, he interrupted me with the microphone, looked out at the crowd, and said, I have a lot of radio people in this crowd in Chicago radio, and all of them should be scared of what this guy's doing. Obviously, we've got something here. I'm not scared of me. You shouldn't be scared either. I'm just a guy in my basement, and this is Southside Pod. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. I am at one of the many locations for Pollyanna Brewing because they're all over the place now as they continue to spread out. We're in Lamont, downtown Lamont, at uh, the spot that I always go to. Uh, we're going to talk about another Pollyanna location that's not a brewery. So, so stay tuned for that here as we sit with Ryan and Brian and Ed from Pollyanna. Guys, how are you? Doing great, Ed. I'm going to start here with Ryan. You have some endeavors that you're working on. You're always doing something. We're going to get into this new location that's going to be in Lamont that's only a, like a block or so away and doesn't have anything to do with beer. And it intrigues me and excites me, and I can't wait to get into that. But before we get to that, let's talk about the deck that you have. Uh, right here next to, what is this? Is this part of the canal? Is this the Babbling Brook that's next? What is this? Uh, the abandoned uh, tentacle of the I&M Canal, I suppose. So 
uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, if COVID taught us anything the last couple of years, it's people want to hang out, drink beer outside. So we spent the last six, eight months trying to figure out a way to increase our capacity outside. So here we sit right along the I&M Canal in uh, Lamont, uh, about 100 seats sitting out on a deck outside the brewery. It feels like you doubled the amount of room, if not if not more, to your brewery. Because I, I like your brewery. If you've if you've never been out here, you definitely have to check it out in Lamont. But uh, you have like the one side where you have a bar. You got some tables that are over there. You can see down below the workings of the brewery where Brian's working hard and, and making a ridiculous amount of beers. It's a, always a very deep menu uh, of craft beers, new stuff, and old favorites that are always on there. And then you move like almost into another room. Like there's like a second store, another building. Building. There's a little bar in there. There's more tables, but this gives you a lot of room, right? Yeah, that was really the plan. Again, everything's been about being intimate to the process. You know, watching uh, you know what you're drinking in your glass be produced down below and right outside here as we sit here enjoying uh, this. Uh, you know, the great creations on a nice sunny day. It's uh, it's all been part of the plan. So. Well, let me talk to your brewer real quick. He's got lots of awards, as we learned from the last time. You know, last time we did this, he sat with the awards behind him so that he could reference them as he talked to me. <laughs> Brian, how are you, man? Doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Okay, so what am I having here right now? This is a, a West Coast IPA. Deep down with all the different types of beers that I try, I will never go away from what got me into craft beer. It got me off of Miller Lite and, and into actually drinking something with some flavor and some body to it, and that's a West Coast IPA. I love them more than even these new ones that are hazy. Tell me about this beer. What is it called? Tell me a little bit about it. Sure. So we're actually not really known for a lot of our IPAs, but you know we do a few of them, and I think we do them pretty well. Actually, we've done one that is our flagship IPA. It's called Lexical Gap. Uh, it's probably the second most popular beer we have, so we, we make quite a bit of it. But up until this one, it was actually the only West Coast IPA we've ever made. But we decided that 2022 was going to be the year of Pollyanna making more West Coast IPAs. So we decided to uh, increase the the hops that we're using on pretty much everything and uh, we introduced Stealth Coast the other day so it's the first of our rotating new IPA series and what's what's the difference I mean I, I don't mean to interrupt you but like you tell me okay well we have a West Coast IPA we're gonna make more West Coast IPAs in my mind I always just think okay well a brewery makes their IPA it's that style and then that's it. How do you make multiple really distinct, different West Coast-style IPAs? Wouldn't they all be so close to each other you wouldn't be able to tell the difference? You know, that's a good question because that's kind of how we thought Lexical Gap was for us for about eight years now. Like, that was our IPA. That was what we were proud of, and that's what we stood behind. But you can do a whole lot with IPA, and I, I think Pollyanna's ready to introduce a little bit more. This one has a lot of unique hops that we don't use in something like Lexical Gap. The malt bill is a little bit different. It's not as high in alcohol. We have a lot of experience with water. Um, so it's, it's a completely different profile from start to finish than Lexical Gap, while maintaining a lot of similarities in that it's piney, resiny, dry, bitter, that classic like Russian River type IPA that everybody used to seek out. So. Stealth Coast is a, it's an IPA that we brewed with Mosaic and Simcoe, so it's very piney, tropical, resiny, uh, there's some berries in there, and then we used a new hop called HBC 630. That sounds like something made in the lab. What is that? Yeah, so that's uh, that's part of the, uh, a lot of the hop growers in the United States are experimenting with 
new hops. So this is one that's fairly new and it doesn't even have a name yet. So it's so early on in its maturation stage that they haven't named it. You're using experimental hops in your beer. I like it. I'm digging it. Is there anything else here this summer? I know you're proud of all of your beers. I, I know you, you probably want to mention to me like one of your favorites that's always around. So throw that in there if you want to. But is there anything else that's out now for the summer or that you have coming in the next week or two that when people get over here to Pollyanna, you're like, drink this. Okay, it's good. I worked hard on this. Um, I, I'm going to be sad if I see you walk in here and not drink it. Like, what would that be? I think right now that's our Roselle Red. Uh, it's a Vienna Lager that won a gold medal at the Great American Beer Fest last year, and it's just, to me, it's almost the perfect beer. It's 5% alcohol, it's malty, but it's not too sweet. It's got a little bit of a hop character. It's the perfect thing that you can drink either on a crisp, cool day or a hot, sunny day. It's, I think it's one of the best beers we make, and it's fantastic. Ryan, how many medals has Brian won with his beer? Have you kept a count? Is there a tote board someplace? I, I need three hands at this point. So. <laughs> a pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. Pollyanna's opening a distillery in Lamont. We're going to hear about that. We'll be back with those guys. And we will run through fields of peppers. Or maybe we'll just talk about it here at the bar. You're listening to Southside Pod. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Did you see this thing a couple of weeks ago? The thing that I said, I've been saying it now, I've been saying it for 20 years. I said it when I was on the radio, back at the turn of the millennium. I was like, this Kim Kardashian sex tape, she set this whole thing up. This well, is all yeah. set well, up. Didn't it come out? This is how did? she got, yeah, now, and then it came out. The guy uh, who was I actually was, in the video with her yeah. publicly said. All the sex tapes came out like leaked. Her own mother is the one that contracted him to sleep with her on tape. That's awesome. So they could be rich. And we all made these. Well, I didn't make them because I never watched the Kardashians. But you people made them all rich. Off right. Of they're, they're famous for being famous. They're, That's right. it. They never did anything. They never accomplished anything. The father did. The Their father was a lawyer. No, it was, it was a... Well, the father was an OJ lawyer. He was an OJ lawyer. So he was kind of famous yeah. in, in the limelight. Yeah, but I mean, but in reality, he made his money being a lawyer. Right. And then he died. Right. And, and they wanted to be rich. was woman so of she, the year. So she went and she got herself a former Olympic athlete, Bruce Jenner. Right. Okay. Who's now... What's, what's The woman of the year. Yeah. I can't remember his name or her name. Her name. What, what is her name? pronouns, now? please. What is her name now? Caitlin. Caitlin. Thank okay. You. So Bruce became Caitlin. Right. But originally, Caitlin was Bruce. And she went and got <laughs> yes. herself 
a guy who was on a Wheaties box who had money. Right, all right. Right. And then she survived on that until she could get a sex tape made with her daughter. And the point that I'm trying to make here. A, that, I mean, just think about hold that. On, I need a second to, take, <laughs> to process. And she ended up with Pete Davidson, of all people. So weird. That Whole guy. Weird. What's wrong? I mean, not wrong. What What's going on with him? He made a deal with the devil. Or he Ariana Grande. is extremely well endowed. Yeah, what is going on? Or I'm not sure, but he is. He's my know, hero. He's an ugly man with weird tattoos that he looked like he did himself. You know what? His dad died on 9-11. Yeah. And they should all get that. Like if, what? If I'm not, Hold on. No, 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 no. Not that. <laughs> no, that. Those who had dads that died on 9-11 should get what Pete oh, Davidson got. Not I that, see not, what you're no, saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if, if on 9-11, remember how you felt on 9-11? It's like a when legacy. You were sitting there, when you were sitting in front of the TV on 9-11, right? And you were and you watched what happened, right. and you knew how many firemen and policemen had died trying to run into that building, right? And you knew they had kids, right? Right. Wouldn't you at that moment you have wished for them to be like, "Hey, kid, I know. Uh, I know this has been tough, a rough, been a rough week. But you, however, in ten to twelve years, <laughs> man, so many. I am so jealous A-list. of future you, right? A-list. And the amount of tail <laughs> that you will get. It doesn't matter how ugly you are, how no. unfunny you are, no." How many bad tattoos you have, how badly you dress, how awful you are on your weekly comedy right. show. Showing up once a month on Saturday Night Live and do one bit. Women will fall over you and want, men will want to be you. Right. Not really, but only for one reason, and that's because women will want you. Right. And this is why. Sorry, your dad died. This is how we're going to make it up to you. Right. This, this is how is, fate is made up to right. you. Your dad died. Like, oh, God, I messed up on that old 9 11 thing. What can I do to this yeah. little Davidson kid? Yeah, this Davidson kid's dad was supposed to make it out. Something went wrong. <laughs> it's so it's like that. What's that one Chicago show where it was like the early edition where he gets the newspaper and they have to like change the lives? Right. Like, something went wrong. Right. And God looked wrong. down and said, oh, oh no. Damn it. I messed up. I first the platypus and now this. It's now time for your Southside Pod Bulletin Board brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard. Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. They have a complete taster bar at their location and they got great CBD products as well. Check them out in Evergreen Park at 3837 West 95th Street or visit them online at coolcloudsvapor.com. It's Memorial Day weekend. Some people get out of town. If you're staying on the South Side, Gaelic Park has the Larkin and Moran Brothers. It's a band. It's just not a bunch of guys sitting around doing nothing. It's an actual band. They will be there on Friday. They also have Bloomsday coming up on June the 16th. From what I understand, the organizer is going to be on this program before that occurs at Barney O'Callaghan's Pub at 10618 Southwestern Avenue. So I'm looking forward to learning more about that. In Chicago Ridge, One Allegiance Brewing, we've been there before. They have the Priscilla's. Saturday from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Another great spot to get live music this weekend and have a pint. You may also want to check out Open Bottle on Friday night. It is 90s night. Open Bottle's in Tinley Park. They're going to be tapping a couple of different beers that are named after things from the 90s. But they're also streaming VH1 pop-up videos and MTV TRL. Go back in time at Open Bottle in Tinley Park this weekend. And of course, Memorial Day is an important day. Lots of services all around the area to remember those that laid down their lives. 
Palos Heights is having their remembrance on the 30th Memorial Day at 11 a.m. at Memorial Park. That's your bulletin board. If you ever want to get anything on the bulletin board, just reach out to us through southsidepod.com. You can send us a message. You can leave a message, like a voice message, by clicking on the microphone in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen on whatever device that you're using. You can also use that to nominate yourself or a friend or anybody you know for Ms. Southside Pod. I really hope this continues to grow. I'm going to save the pepper people for the end of the show, so let's real quick head back to Lamont and Pollyanna and learn a little bit about this distillery they're putting in, which is why Ed is sitting here next to us, because he's a distiller, and he brought several batches of his first, you know, attempts at a bourbon that you guys have been distilling this now for a while. I mean, I would imagine you started, Ed, within the last, well, maybe over a year or, or even further out. Like, when did you start distilling? They're they're in the process right now of building a place for all of the spirits that you're making as Pollyanna's diving into spirits now here in Lamont. Yeah, we started uh, literally in, in uh, a year ago this past uh, March, the end of March of last year, and... Uh, and we've been chugging away ever since. You know, it's crazy to me. I mean, a year ago, I mean, the world's still pretty topsy-turvy, but it was even more topsy-turvy then. And you guys go, we're going to jump into a completely different field and let's let's start distilling. What were you thinking? Yeah, call us opportunistic and optimistic. <laughs> so a little bit of both. A lot of energy and, uh, yeah, some great talented folks to do it. So what the heck. It's awesome. All right, so tell me a little bit about... And, and Brian was sitting here, and what's great, what's interesting is watching the dynamic between distiller and brewer as we were talking before I turned on the microphone, because you're talking about your batch, and you're talking about the, 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 the bourbon that you have, and then he's sitting there, and he's, he's smelling something off it, and he's like, okay, well, this one here might need to be aged a little bit longer, and you're like, well, here, try batch number four, let's bring that in, and the two of you almost kind of speak your own language. How, how similar is it being a brewer or a distiller? Well, it's, it's similar in a lot of ways, uh, but, you know, more along the lines of what you were just saying, uh, you just need to be able to evaluate what you produce, whether it be a beer or a, a whiskey or any other kind of spirit, you know, just picking up things along the way. In this case, you know, you're talking about uh, maybe it being a little bit young. Uh, this is, uh, these, these are our first batches of bourbon that we did, you know, last year, and they've been in 15-gallon barrels for about 13 months or so. So yeah, they are a little bit young, but you know it's kind of cool to to take the first samples out of your barrels of your own very own bourbon and be able to to taste them and and be able to share them with you here today too. Do you think that uh, Brian tries out your bourbon and then thinks to himself, "I want it to be like this because I know what beer I'm going to put inside of that spent barrel one day." Do you think he's just using you for your spent barrels? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I know he's looking forward to getting his hands on all those spent barrels. There'll be a little competition for those? Maybe, I think so. Hey, I got them. Well, actually, they do go to one place that we can either either of us get our hands on, but they got to come they got to uh, they got to be emptied uh, in the distillery, so I got my hands on them first. Give everybody the address here because I didn't I didn't rattle it off yet. I'm sitting outside, so there's I don't have a menu in front of me where I can grab it and look at the address. So give the location here for this this spot here for Pollyanna here in Lamont, and then give the address out to where you're building if you know the exact address, or give me an intersection where you're building this distillery. Sure, yeah. So our mothership here is uh, 431 Telcut 
Avenue in Lamont, and we're going to be about um, a block and a half from here starting this fall at 326 Main. So it's literally what, what we refer to as Main and Main in downtown Lamont, uh, right as you come into the city. So list it out. Uh, you kind of told me already, but I want you to tell the people that are listening to the Southside Pod. List it out. What what did you go with distilling wise? And was there and, and as you're listing out, were the was there a reason for the, some of them that you went and did? Is it because of popularity or stuff that you just wanted to make? Uh, both of those. You know, uh, we, I mean, currently we're producing as much bourbon as we can. We got to get that in barrels so it's available to us uh, two, three, four, five years down the road. But you know, we also have uh, a Jamaican style rum that we do uh, from uh, dark pearl molasses. Um, We've got vodka, probably what I would classify as a traditional vodka, um, sourced from some of the best corn in the world right right here where we're living. We've got an American style gin that we do where we dial back the juniper and bring the citrus botanicals forward, which makes it very well balanced. And in a lot of people who are not big gin drinkers, they tend to like it too. We also have taken that very gin and put it in uh, whiskey barrels, so brand new whiskey barrels, as if we were putting bourbon in those barrels, and that turned out very well. Definitely get out here to Pollyanna, try out the IPAs that are out this summer. They're, they're, they're doing all kinds of good stuff, and I cannot wait to come in and try more of your spirits because I got lucky enough to try some of these test batches. So now like I feel like I got something exclusive, and, and that was awesome. You definitely did. I mean, this happened to be your lucky day. <laughs> I walked in. I walked in, and they're like, it looks like something that like the Mr. Gower would keep the medicine in, and instead it's like filled with bourbon with like little labels on it. This is incredible. So I'm going to end the interview and beg you for more. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, Thank cheers. You. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. John and Rachel Sidlow, John goes by the name of Sid. We met you at Mayfest. Yes, correct. We met you at Mayfest over at Blue Island Beer Company in Blue Island. What I learned about it, Rachel, maybe you tell me a little bit about this. You guys are growing peppers in your backyard and making hot sauces. Yes. Now, how does that go about and and what does your backyard look like? Is it just pepper fields? Like I'm imagining like just a normal backyard at Evergreen Park, but there's fields of peppers. It's a normal small backyard. And we just found parts of the backyard where the peppers seem to thrive. We figured out which peppers we used the most. So it's not the, it's not the entire backyard. No. You're yeah, not, like you're not walking. You don't get up in the morning, walk out the back door <laughs> and walk through your field of peppers like you're Kevin Costner. No, no but that, that would be the dream. <laughs> like I imagine very tall pepper. Pl- how, how tall do pepper plants go? Well, they could get like uh, five, five feet. Five feet? Say, yeah. All right. All right. Because I'm, I'm trying to imagine tall pepper plants. Okay, Rachel's walking through the pepper plants in the morning. She's got herself like, you know, a latte or something like that. And she hears something like, if you build it, it will come. And that, like, that's what I'm imagining in the backyard in Evergreen Park. So, so how many different kinds of peppers do you grow? Are all of them in your backyard or do you get some of them outsourced? We get, we ha- we do get some of them outsourced. Uh, what we do is uh, we grow the most peppers that we need. 
Um, some some uh, peppers we uh, I'll actually grow at my parents' house. That's okay. in Evergreen Park. So also. your parents have a separate Evergreen Park location. Yes, correct. Where they have a field of peppers. No, not a field of <laughs> not a field of uh, dream dream peppers. Um, it, it has a couple areas. I where, never knew there were so many pepper fields. At sure, Evergreen Park. sure. Right. You throw you throw a couple pepper plants here and there. Like you got to you, you know you got to put. Um, we're not like the. Uh, you know, Russians invading Ukraine. Right. Uh, no. We're just we're, we're we're we'll put some peppers in some people's yards right. well, with them knowing about it. Right. You course. let people know you're coming. We pay right? rent. Yes. You pay rent. Yeah. The right. pepper plants. You're not rent. just walking in telling them right. you're now part of Mother holes. Russia. Right. Okay. Right. All right. I get that. I understand it. So, how many different hot sauces are you making? Uh, again, if I didn't mention it, Sid sauce. That you're making, we do. Okay. We do like uh, seventeen sauce, eighteen sauces, seventeen of them, like all year round. Like I've, there's one that's kind of like there's a crazy one. There's no, seventeen a, sauces. There's the one that you get out of control. It's like a limited release. Limit, yeah. Well, just with the what's in it and stuff like that. Right. Peaches. Peaches. Yeah. It's a peach sauce. Yeah. Is it hot? Yeah, it's it's got a nice flavor. Uh, it it Sir is hot. Penter's it, Cobra Peach. Yeah. Okay. Like you know the a uh, nod to GI Joe. GI Joe guy. Well, that was the thing. Like, I, I got the one that was the jalapeno, and it was Sergeant something. Staff Sergeant Moonracer. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, the and, green one. And there was a little army guy attached yes. to the top of the bottle, which my son thought was great. My six-year-old was like, I got another army guy. And right. he, like, he ran off with the staff it, sergeant. It's just advertising. We right. put the matchbox on the one uh, sauce. We put the army guy on the other. Yeah. You know, so the kids you will want the sauce. So you have to buy it so the kid gets a toy. Right. It's like right. a Happy Meal. It's like a Cracker Jack right, box. Right. Exactly. exactly. I love it. Okay. So the one that I had, that that one, the Staff Sergeant. Yes. What's it called? Moon Racer. Moon, Moon Racer. Racer. I love it. That one had like a jalapeno base. Yes. And I bought this from you. I brought it home, Cinco de Mayo, throw it on top of the enchiladas that my wife made. Nice. She, she makes everything from scratch. So this was not a kit. So, okay. like, me pulling out a sauce, she gave me a look like, you're changing? You're changing what I make for you? Like, this was a big deal. And I popped it on the enchilada. My son, who's a big hot sauce fan, okay. we're going to have to get him to meet you guys at some point. Definitely. He, he, he puts it on his. We're sitting there eating it, and I'm like, from now on, with the enchiladas, we have to have this sauce. I mean, tell me a little bit about that one, because I know a lot about it. And my thing was flavor, a right. little bit of heat. We made a mistake and we didn't shake it ahead of time. Okay. So after we shook it, more heat. We were laughing about that. We we're like, hey, there's sure. no heat to this. And we shook it. We're like, oh, there's heat. We're idiots. It said shake. And then we 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 put it on there. But tell me a little bit about that sauce. Well, of course, shake, shake, shake. Yeah, yeah. that's the song. But, uh, well, basically, that sauce is, um, it's yeah, jalapeno is in it. There's a little bit garlic, lemon juice, lime juice. So these are like like the perfect things for like anything Mexican, like you know definitely. Um, I think that's what I told you. I was like, I wanted a hot sauce because I know right. a lot of them you put on exactly. wings or you put on something else, and and I was like, I want something for for Mexican food. Definitely. In my family, we just call it green sauce. Green sauce. It was uh, solid though. I mean, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And and when you describe it to me. I always think to myself, well, that must be easy. He just says, oh, you put a little lime, you put a little lemon, you throw a little pepper in there. How difficult is it to make your own hot sauce? Because basically you've started an entire company. Right. In your backyard and then other people's backyards who you've invaded. Right. And you have them now helping you make your hot sauce. But this is a, this is interesting. I mean, this is like this is like you started, you probably started with like an idea to do one, 
And now you got 16 or 17, whenever, whatever the date is on the calendar. And, and, and you have multiple fields of, of peppers in people's backyards. So <laughs> tell me how hard is it to make the sauce? Like, are you sitting in the kitchen, Rachel? And you're like making these with a big giant pot. Do you have like a, do you come up with the recipe and have somebody produce it? How does it work? I have to go into the other room because otherwise the fumes really? of hot sauce. Right. Now I'm picturing something like breaking bad. Now, now <laughs> I've got Walter White in the back of a trailer making hot sauce. That's what's in my yeah, mind. Exactly. What, exactly. <laughs> Um, it, I know it depends. Rachel's over here saying science and that's all she's saying. Like, that's what I'm picturing at this point. How hard it is to make the sauce depends <laughs> on what the sauce is. Okay. Grind up the crack rocks. And right. uh, there we exactly. Go. Exactly. Some of the sauces, the batches only make a limited amount. Right. Some of them, it makes a lot. You decide to start a hot sauce company. You both have day jobs. Okay. You're like, we're going to start making hot sauces. I think it's cool, to be honest with you. I remember I got a gift one year. It was like, make your own hot sauce. And I did it. And I was like, this is cool. It was very involved. And then I was done. You at some point decided, I'm well, going to mass produce hot sauces. How did this happen? Too. Yeah. How do, is that how it started? It is how it started. Right. One year, I One thought, gag gift, and all of a sudden, you got fields of peppers in your backyard, Rachel. One year, I thought I didn't have enough Christmas presents for him, and I found a make-your-own-hot-sauce kit oh at Bed Bath & Beyond. And it turned into a business. And it turned into a business. That's crazy to me. How does somebody get Sid Sauce? <laughs> well, they can they can um, contact us on Facebook. Right. Um you're out of Evergreen Park. Yes. yes. So I, I can look up Sid Sauce on Facebook. Yes. Right. Right now you're not giving out like, you know, it's not like you have a storefront. You no. don't want people knocking on the door. That's the dream. You're not giving out tours. Like, like You're yet. not like a winery where they let you walk through the grapes. You're not letting people walk through the peppers in the backyard yet. No, no you can't Eventually, step on the maybe. peppers. Not now. Right. Okay. Right now, Facebook, they reach out to you through Facebook. Are you in any stores yet or no? No, yeah. not currently. Do you have any uh, bars, restaurants? Uh, do you have a brewery pouring uh, hot sauce into their beer? No, not, not yet. Okay, we're going to work on this. What's your best one? You Each of you take a turn. Best one I make is uh, Zombie Guts. That must be hot. It is a hot. Is that the hottest that's one? Our, that's our second hottest one. Like, you had the uh, Mangoes Slayed Your Family on, like, the uh, at the Mayfest. I like, did. I had Mangoes Slayed Your Family, which was really tasty. That I was remember, the first I, one. I remember saying to you... I can taste the mango. It's not just heat. Right. I also remember after we were done talking, going over to the bar immediately because we were in Blue Island Beer Company. Sure, sure. In Blue Island for that festival and uh, ordering a stout specifically because I wanted to kill the heat because it was hot. I was well, sweating for a while. Well, Chris, this is the only time I ever meet you here is <laughs> what beer is involved in. So you got to think about that. So, <laughs> Rachel, what's your favorite here? My favorite is Maggie the Vampire Slayer. What makes that good? What does it taste like? It's a garlic sauce. Yeah, it's a garlic. It's a that garlic. hits the vampire thing. Uh -huh. It's a garlic uh -huh. hot sauce. It's with uh, cayenne peppers. It's a mild version maybe of put, it. There's maybe no, put this on like some wings or something no, like that. Oh no, yeah, you can marinate meats with it. You could do you could do a lot of different things like Mexican food. I put it so on many, Chinese food too. Like, Anything right? that has garlic in it already is really good with okay. it. Okay, all right, all yeah. right. Because well, we do hear a lot of strange things. Uh, what people put hot sauce on anyway so. i don't want listen this is a pg show sure okay sure. we're not going to talk about all the places that people put hot when sauce when you walk the fields and <laughs> right. stuff like yeah, that yeah i mean it, we'll when tell i come you some stories. when i come i want to come and walk the fields right, that's what right. i'm going to do so i'm going to come and walk the fields 
Uh, we'll do your main field and not one of them that you put in somebody else's backyard. But I think this is really cool. Like, I love this. It's a South Side business. In your spare time, you've taken a gift on how to make hot sauce and you've turned it into a business where you have a bunch of different sauces and you're showing up at all these events on the South Side. And I, I wish you guys the best. I hope that it blows up. I loved what you gave me. I really did. Like, here's the thing. If I didn't like what you gave me, we wouldn't have talked again. I'd have been like, oh, they were just a segment on one of my shows. I liked what you gave me. I was like, come over to the bar, sit down, have a couple of beers. Let's talk about this. And now I want to walk through the fields. Awesome. Appreciate that. Thank you. Sid Sauce. Check them out on Facebook. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again. And be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go, it's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pod. That's it. That's the show. What are you waiting for like 30 seconds of like an outtake or something funny at the end after the song? This show came out in the afternoon on a Thursday instead of the morning. I'm clearly stressed and like I have too much to do. You you want me to go back and find that too? How about this? You want more Southside Pod? Subscribe. You'll never miss it on any device, any podcast player, anywhere. All the options are at SouthsidePod.com. We got tons of shows for you to go back and check out right now. They're still good. It's the best thing about podcasts. They're on demand. Listen to like six of them in a row. We'll see you next week on Southside Pod.